Walker's Desert Diaries. Week 38. Hello, Arizona calling. And this week it's been... (gasps) Cloudy. (gasps) What? You must be thinking. You've talked tornadoes and monsoons and haboobs before. A cloud? Who cares? Well, you know, my thoughts exactly. But I suppose... It is news in a place that gets about 350 days a year of sunshine, even when it's really cold. So I turned on the local TV news channels this week to see they had sent out a reporter (laughs) to drive around the 101 Loop Road. I suppose it's a bit like the M60 or the M25. And essentially take pictures of the cloud. That's it. So every time the programme came back from an ad break, so about every three minutes then, they showed 30 seconds of this exclusive footage of clouds (laughs) and accompanied these pictures with the appropriate music. So might as well rain until September or here comes the rain again or under my umbrella, Ella, Ella. I mean, you get the gist, don't you? I mean, side note, it wasn't actually raining, just cloudy, but hey-ho, I let that go. Who knew I could move to a place where some cloud became the news? It really reminded me of that sketch in the fast show where every day the weather in their mythical country is scorchio until one day there's gasp, a cloud, cumulo nimble, and it triggers a whole special report. It's currently raining iguanas in Florida. No, really, go and check it out. So we really have nothing to complain about bit about American TV is I've had a couple of people asking about it. Now, we've only actually got American TV in the last month because cable TV, which has got about 200 channels of every possible subject you can imagine, it's really expensive. It's about $200 a month. And then you factor in any streaming services you want on top of that, like Netflix or Amazon, and it's suddenly a huge chunk of money. So, We decided against that as soon as we moved in because, well, you know, money. But talking of streaming services, there are just loads of them here. There's so many. It's hard to kind of work out where the programme you want to watch actually is. I mean, not only is there Netflix and Amazon, but there's also Hulu, the Stars, the Showtime, HBO, Disney Plus. I mean, I could go on. There are so many. BritBox actually has just launched here as well. The best of BBC and ITV shows too. So you could spend so much money if you actually wanted to watch all the programmes. Now, as we weren't going for cable, I did go to a supermarket the size of the Midlands and bought an aerial. Now, loads of friends get all the free TV channels this way, like the local channels and CNN and CBS and NBC and Fox and all these sort of channels. I plugged ours in, nothing, (laughs) literally nothing, no signal, zip, nada. So I went back to the store, trekked the three miles to the aerial section. Oh, side note, actually, they're called antenna here. Nobody knows what an aerial is. More blank faces met me in the massive store when I asked for one of those. Anyway, I got a new super strong Aerial. I came home, I downloaded the new app, I faffed around, I plugged it in. Four channels! I got four channels. I mean, out of a possible about 25, but I got four. Two evangelical Christian preacher channels and two in Spanish. Okay. Uh, Went back to the megastore and returned the aerial, sorry, antenna and gave that up as a bad lot. So we went without live TV for absolutely ages, just watching stuff online and on streaming and on demand apps. But, you know, I started to feel actually quite disconnected with where we live, not being able to turn on the local news and see what was going on in the world. So we have found an in-between system, which costs about a quarter of the amount of cable. It does give us a few live channels. So now at least I can switch the local news on and laugh that clouds are making the bulletin whilst doing the cleaning. 
I told you, my new life is very rock and roll. Now, I'm sure you know that American TV has got ad breaks, what seems like every couple of minutes, because there are just loads of them. Do you know the weirdest thing is they have an ad break at the end of the show. This is before the credits. So you're watching the programme, the adverts come on, you sit through them, then the show restarts and you realise actually, no, it's finished five minutes ago because it's just the credits are rolling. It's completely infuriating. The TV ads, by the way, um, tend to all be for one of about three things. One is car insurance, two is fast food, and three is drugs. Because there's no NHS here and drugs are regulated in completely different ways, there are so many TV ads for drugs that purport to help with everything from constipation to cancer. They all have the same format. Couples laughing and drinking wine or laughing and doing the gardening or families laughing and taking the dog for a walk or having a family meal. Laughing. It's always sunny and there's always this kind of jangly, uplifting music. Then the voiceover starts. We know you know what's important in life. Your freedom, your family or, you know, some sort of guff. Then it continues. Prolaxophen has been medically trialled to deal with your constipation, diabetes, cancer, heart disease, whatever it might be. So if you want to start living your life, ask your doctor for Prolaxophen. Now, in the background, people are laughing and walking and drinking wine. Then the ad always ends with another voice, usually a bit deeper, giving a long list of all the possible side effects. Now, I understand legally they must do this. And of course, they should do this. But those side effects are brutal. Proloxifen may cause drowsiness, irritability, vomiting, seizures, heart attack or death. Now, I'm not kidding the number of times that I've actually heard that word used. All the time, people are still laughing and talking in the sunshine. Now, I know drugs have side effects. This isn't what I'm saying. What is weird for me, I suppose, as a British person, is to see the marketing of pharmaceuticals directly to the person who's going to take them. And marketing in such a kind of lifestyle way. Those ads could easily be for holidays or insurance or wine if you didn't listen to the voiceover. It's just so weird seeing adverts for drugs popping up in your ad breaks of America's Got Talent. Don't judge me. It's a family show. But anyway, it's another instance where there's a really big cultural difference. Also this week, I decided to go and volunteer to hear kids read. Now, volunteering is something I really passionately believe in. I think it helps other people. It helps society and it also enriches your life as well. I also completely admit <laughs> I'd done pretty much no volunteering at all since school. It was always on that list of I really would like to do that one day. So I decided to do it. You know, in the spirit of doing things that I haven't done before or haven't done for ages, I thought, come off it. The time is now. And I went and listened to four second graders. That's about six or seven years old. Read for an hour. They were all kids who needed some extra help. And so I was sounding out a lot of the words for them as they went along. It was only while one little boy, brilliantly called Titan, was reading a passage about oceans that I realised my British accent was was rubbing off on him because I was sounding the words out with him. He'd started off the session by talking about how the water in the ocean was salty. And it was only as he did the last read-through, it actually registered with me that he was saying, and also there are lots of fish who live in the water. (laughs) This is really going to confuse his parents. I'll see you in the desert. (laughs) 